Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh-huh. Follow Cap J Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, now, now. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Captain J. Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000. And we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Along with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We've got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride on this Monday morning with open phone lines for you. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Good morning, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thanks so much for keeping the conversation going. And ladies and gentlemen, I know that last week it was Courtney and Jay Hood and me doing my solo act, but we've got a... A young upstart here. I think you're really going to enjoy him. He's uh, a kid from Skokie, uh, very knowledgeable on the sports landscape. You're going to love him, everybody. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the David Kaplan. David, welcome to the show. How are you? Yaman, yeah, good to be back with you. <laughs> a young upstart, David Kaplan here from Skokie, Illinois. Here he is, everybody, fresh from Jamaica. My brother, how are you? Got tan. Yeah, got more than ten. <laughs> Didn't know who it was coming in here. My God, George Hamilton, everybody. That was fun, man. Oh, so nice to be away and great to be back. My phone's blowing up out there. Yeah, who's calling you? Friends of mine who work in the NFL. My college buddy who scouts in the league. He's like, dude, a lot of smoke. Mm-hmm. A lot of smoke on Justin Fields. And you said on the other end, yes, I'm in Jamaica. There's a lot of smoke here, too. There is. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure there was. I'm sure there was, man. Yeah, man. I, I need the Rasta mom had to come by. Could you just give us a little bit, as we go into the Bears, could you just give us just some sights and sounds? Because a lot of people here are locked in here to Chicago. And, and by the way, it's not been bad while you've been away. It's been actually pretty good. This will be the best winner that we've had in a long time. Yes, sir. A very long no time. No matter what happens the remaining few weeks. Brother. It's been an amazing winter. Now, we might get 10 snow outs in April, but I'm just telling you right now, it's been really nice, Cap. It's been a terrific winter. I've got no complaints. But could you just give us just give us some warm air? Just give us, some, just give us an idea of what that's like. Because a lot of us have not been to Jamaica. I haven't been. Never? Nope. Not yet. I mean, working this power shift now, so now I can afford it. That's it. <laughs> so we were in Montego Bay. Yes. 15 minutes from the airport. Uh, 87 and sunny every day. 87. Now, now, listen, you and I like a nice small airport. Now, what's that airport like? Big? Took, took us an hour to get through customs. Mm. Not horrible. I thought it'd be worse when I saw the line. Mm-hmm. Not horrible. Hmm. Actually got off the plane. Made our way through, and it wasn't terrible. Medium size, big size, small, uh, fairly small airport. Small airport. Oh, nothing like a good small. Now, there's an there's a up and down with that, right? You like a small airport because you think you can get right through it, right? Small airport also denotes that, hey, maybe it's not a lot of people working there. So they're not real organized there. Aha. Uh-huh. We land, 
And they said, bags for this flight will be on Carousel 4. Sure. Great. Standing there. We've already got through customs. Yeah. And it's 15 minutes. It's 20 minutes. I said, dude, when is Chicago coming in? Because it took us a while to get through customs. He said, brother, those bags are off the plane already. I said, there's nothing here. Mm-hmm. Everyone's standing there. And one guy. I see him wheeling his bag. I'm like, brother, where'd you get your bag? He said, they're down on Carousel 7. Oh, the wrong carousel. It was like a stampede. Oh. Went running over there. Oh. Hey, here's our bags. <laughs> so you're just looking at a, a carousel just spinning with nothing. Correct. Just, just spinning around and around waiting for something, right? Like the, the record spinning. Correct. And there's nothing there. And then finally you had to go down to the other place. Okay, so you paint the picture of a... A decent size, you know, decent small airport, but a little unorganized. A little unorganized. Okay, so how do you get from the airport to your place of residence? Okay, so we booked a car service. Yeah, Darwin? We, we, uh, yeah, the, the uh, Jamaican version of Darwin. Ah, I see. And the guy said, I will, he sent us an email. I will be waiting outside as soon as you come out of customs with your bags. Ah. And I'll hold the sign up. Kaplan. Kaplan, that's uh-huh. what it'll say. Hello. Done. Uh-huh. There's 250 of those guys out there. 250 Kaplans? No. Oh. 250 signs. <laughs> That's Smith, <laughs> Jones, Hood, right. Norling, Moore, they're all there. <laughs> right. No Kaplan. I call the number. Goes right to voicemail. Call this number if it's an emergency. Voicemail. Uh-huh. Hell of an emergency. Uh-huh. They did call me back two days later. The emergency hotline. <laughs> two days later, okay. Like 20 minutes later. Finally, I see the guy. I'm like, dude, I've walked around here. Where you been? I got hungry and went to get a snack. <laughs> That's the best. He went to get a snack. <laughs> hungry. Uh-huh. Okay. Bought a couple beers, Red Stripe. Uh-huh. Of course. And got in the little, like the van. Mm-hmm. Took us to where we were staying. Mm-hmm. Never left for a week. It's great. It's awesome. So, plenty of time in the pool. Yes. And I always say in these places, Cap, and I only can only relate to St. Kitts and St. Martin, just you never see water so blue. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And then we played bags. They had bags there. Yeah. You know, cornhole game. Yep. You're looking at the champion. I just destroyed my wife. Oh. I, she thinks she's like the champ at it. Yes. Yes. So I roll in here waiting for my jewelry, my ring. Oh, I see. You're looking for a championship ring. ring. Yes. So you're playing cornhole with your wife. Yes. Yes. That's good. And you're the champion. Yes. Okay. That's not a surprise. There you go. Yep. So it was fun. <laughs> Had a good time. It was nice to be away. Nice to lay in the sun. Now, let's get to the TV. Mm-hmm. You turn the TV on any time you were Did there? Did not. Not one that, second. Didn't even turn on the TV. Not even. For, yeah, I take that back. We watched the Super Bowl. Yes. And that so, was it. And, and what was the coverage like after that? You turn on. How about the local news there? Boom mic in the background. <laughs> no. Hello, Mon. Give me, give, give me the local news. Give me a little uh, Hey, Mon local news. Well, I said this to one of the guys there. I said, any players in the NFL from Jamaica? He said, I don't think so. I said, well, you got Christian Okoye. He's like, he's from Nigeria, man. I'm like, oh, sorry. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was from Jamaica. I don't like that down there. Correct. Please be careful. He said, his name is the Nigerian nightmare. Sorry. He's not from Jamaica. <laughs> sorry. He's not one of ours, Cap. I beg your pardon. That's it. Sorry. That's it. So, again, I, but I needed you to be able to turn on that local news. Never did. We always do turn on the show when we go someplace. I 
did a really good job other than doing my little recap stuff that I do. Yes. Other than that, I was not big on social media. I didn't post pictures from vacation yet. Mm -hmm. I've been, I was good. Yes. Read. I'm reading Stephen A. Smith's new book. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Checked in on the news on my iPad a little bit, and that was it. Yes. Now, how about your hits in uh, St. Louis and Des Moines? Did you take care of those two? No hit in St. Louis. No? Des Moines? In Des Moines, they called and the phone wouldn't ring through. <laughs> the cell service isn't great out there. Now, see, this is, again, this is what I, I keep telling you. Again, you don't listen to me because, I don't know, I'm just your partner. I spent all this time with you, so why would you listen? I told you, Cap, you're on vacation. Vacation. Vacation means just to shut it all down. Don't worry about what's going on at the station. Don't worry about what's going on. I mean, it's, it's you and Mindy in paradise. But there you are, breaking down the Bulls. I mean, there's... I watched every second of every Bulls game they played. But that's fine. But you, but you don't need that angst on vacation. And then on my iPad, that uh, NBA app. Yes, yes, yes. It's very good. Dream the Bulls. I understand, Cap. But I mean, it's vacation. You don't need any angst on vacation. Why did you turn that on? You knew what was going to happen. You see, you put on, you put on sports for entertainment. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of this. It's like. Any person that's listening here that says, oh, man, I got this nine to five, I got the kids, I've got family drama, I got all these bills. They just want to have three hours or four peace. hours that's carved out for entertainment, yeah. for peace. Not you, on vacation and mad about the Bulls. Who screams at the top of their lungs about how bad the Bulls are in paradise? Only you. You woke up that city. By being mad at the Bulls. <laughs> Everyone else is walking around high. Everybody's just moving slowly because, you know, after all, 87 degrees and sunshine. Everyone's having a good time. A little red stripe here, a little jerk chicken here. Everyone's having a good jerk, time. Jerk chicken's really good. But not you, Cap. Nope. You're right there in Jamaica, and you're yelling about the Bulls. And people are saying, what is wrong with him, man? What is the matter with you? <laughs> and they're mad at you. The Bulls are terrible. Take that. You're in Jamaica, man. Oh, that's right. Here's the best part. What's the Saturday- matter with you? So last Saturday, we're leaving. We're at the airport. Flight's on time. We're sitting there. My wife turns to me. Honey, put in a same-game parlay for me for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. She said, do you have any in? Yeah. I've got like 15 of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got this one with Kelsey and this one with that. And she said, like, you want me to help you make the picks? She said, no. I'll do myself. She, Patrick Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns. Travis Kelsey touchdown. Jalen Hurts touchdown. Chiefs money line to win. Total over 50 and a half. And I think she had, she's reading an article and Doug Kazarian had said, Kenneth Gainwell on Waddle and Sylvie. He said it over four and a half carries. She didn't fade that, huh? And she put it in. Uh huh. 20 to one. She's like, Here's a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I want you to put a hundred dollars on that for me. Yes. I'm like, you're gonna bet a hundred dollars at twenty to one. You got no shot. Just put my hundred in. Mm-hmm. She gives me the money. Sure. Of all the same game parlays that I had going, mm-hmm. all the action that I had going on that Super Bowl, the only ticket that cashed, hers. There it is. I went to points bet yesterday and got her money for. Her. Here you go. Yep. But I wasn't stupid. I make the play for her. I screenshot the ticket. I send it to her. We're talking $2,000. Yeah. I'm like, 
if she wins on this and I don't have it, I'll never hear the end of it. Yep. Give me a second ticket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I bought it. On the same thing. Same. Yeah. Very smart. Here's your money, Mindy. That's right. Because you know she'd be, hanging, that? she'd be hanging that over your head the entire time. Oh. I won and you didn't. You wouldn't want to hear. I mean, it'd be forever you'd hear about that. I'm a better gambler than you. You know that's what happened, right? Oh, 100%. Oh, just... I mean, never mind about not taking the garbage out on time or when she asks you to come in the room, you're there, you know, I don't know, five seconds late. Yeah. Never mind about that. The ticket? Oh, my God. Would have crushed me. <laughs> crush me. <laughs> it's just so, unbelievable. So I'm glad you had a good got time. Got me back to even for the... Well, I understand, Cap, but I mean, again, watching the Bulls on vacation, no shot. When I'm out of here in March, you know what I'm going to be doing? Turn off the bulls. I won't be doing that. I'm going to go on vacation, not worry about that team. They don't care. Why should we care? How about DeMar? DeMar can't play for us last week because we're fighting for our lives to get in a playoff tournament. And DeMar DeRozan, oh, all-star game? Yeah, I'm in. Coach, I'm good. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to go. That, Let's be fair. You or I could have played in that game last night. I did not watch. No, that, that that was horrible. I think that's just a microcosm of a number of issues with the league that we'll talk about within the framework of our show. But Ganja wasn't the only smoke that Cap saw last week. Uh, what did he hear about Justin Fields? Again, vacation, but still working. We will uh, talk a little bit about Justin Fields coming up next. And also, we have a very special guest coming up at 835. We'll tell you about it coming up next. Captain J. Hood, this young David Kaplan. You're going to love him. From Skokie, young broadcaster. He's part of the show now, and he's with us on Chicago's Home for Sports. All right, take it. Right to commercial. <laughs> okay, it's about that time. You're tuned in to the Cap and J Hood Show. Everything ain't hardcore, you know. You know, you know. On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7 on ESPN 1000, streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. So glad that you're with us. Don't forget, we got Shout or No Shot at 8 o'clock. And our special guest, by the way, Cap, we've been waiting to talk to him for a long time. It's baseball season, so at 8.35, we got a special guest. Theo Epstein will be on the program live. Looking forward to that, to talk about the rules changes that he was paramount in bringing the major league baseball so do we introduce him as uh, future commissioner theo epstein would he like that future commissioner of the league i mean it's what he is are you future commissioner or are he would not like that no no, no he would not it's like i just want to do you miss getting up and not having like a team to go to i'm sure that he does and i'm sure he'll do something about that in the near future i would think i believe in the near future i I'm just, before we go to the Bears, I'm just trying to think, what does expansion look like now for baseball? Yeah, it's a great question. What does that look like? As far as drawing power, right? If I told you, hey, Cap, you see this breaking news? Nashville and Vancouver are two more teams in the league. It's like, well, what is Seattle going to do about it if Vancouver gets one? And Nashville is the home of the White Sox minor league team. Is there room for both? Like, those things I was in my, in my mind, because there's a lot of teams that just don't draw. Right. At all. Right. What's that look like? He did tell me when I was talking to him on the phone how he had gone skiing with his family last winter. Mm-hmm. Somebody looked at him on the slopes and went, God, that looks just like Theo Epstein. There's no way he's skiing. The winter meetings are going on. <laughs> right. 
Nope, that was him. Yeah, relaxing, man. You can understand. He's like, I don't have to deal with any of that nonsense. So we'll talk to Theo Epstein, as Cap mentioned, coming up at 835. That'll be a fun conversation about um, the, the present and the future of baseball as far as rules changes and everything else. We've t- it's funny that we've talked to him just dribs and drabs of conversation about that when he was president of the Cubs. We talked to him a little bit about some of these issues. Correct. Because he's, he's always been forward-thinking and very thoughtful about these things. So we'll talk to him about it at 835. Look forward to it. So, so while you're on the beach, not, instead of relaxing, your phone's ringing yellow, mm-hmm. and you are getting information about the Bears, because, and rightfully so, because we're right here, Cap, just a few weeks away. We're talking about the uh, NFL draft, the combine, everything else. But that number one pick still resonates. I was saying this last week. Either on this show, nationally, everyone wants to know what the Bears are going to do with that number one pick. So what's the latest that you're hearing? So I was just hanging out in the sunshine. Yes, I did use sunscreen. And phone is ringing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, man? I went to college with this guy, Scouts in the League. And he said, yeah, checking in, want to see what's going on. I said, boy. Tannenbaum says Bryce Young's a better player. Bears should trade Fields. Warren Sapp says that. We played it here on the show. Todd McShay, I'd rather have Bryce Young than Justin Fields. Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp. Is Justin trying to get himself traded out of town? He doesn't want to play outdoors. Got to get me a dome. Well, that's five, six years away at the earliest. And all this other smoke. And I said to him, what do you think? He said, dude, I'm just telling you. I'm on these phones every day. There's a lot of smoke that they're going to trade Justin. What? Mm. Let me be clear. I would not. I would, now, I don't know what the offer is. If someone made you a stupid offer, sure. But I don't think that's going to happen. I would not reset the clock and take Bryce Young. I would rather have Justin Fields. Let me be clear. But he said there's a lot of smoke around the league that Ryan Poles is absolutely considering that. Well, I'm not blinking after you said that. And the reason why I'm not going to blink is because it's what we've talked about before. Because you have the number one pick, you have so many options. It's one thing to say, hey, we have the number one pick. That person's going to be a bust or a good player. But there's power with that pick, as you well know. It's not just because the Bears haven't had one since 47. We're just talking about how that pick could be more picks down the line. It could be the future. It could be someone else's future. Mm -hmm. But... My thought is is that if the draft was today, Justin Fields would be the number one pick. And I don't believe in outdumbing the room. I just don't like it, Cap. You can roll the dice and say, you know what, what we're going to do is that just Justin Fields, he'll never be as good as what we saw. We're going to restart the clock. Okay, so with all this money that you have for free agency and all this draft capital that you have, you ready to restart again? You ready to start from ground zero again? At least you have one pillar in fields, at the very least. So what's wrong with that? I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The question is, is that guy up in Lake Forest, Ryan Poles, Mm -hmm. sitting in his office watching all this tape with Ian Cunningham and all his trusty lieutenants and going, this kid's our future, talking about Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or Will Levis. Is he looking at any of these guys going, we're better off trading fields and getting that guy. I hope he's not. I think Justin's the guy. That's the question. What does Ryan Poles truly think? Shea said the other day on the radio to Peggy, I didn't hear him say it. He told me he said this. I was out of town that he would announce to the world, 
Yeah, we're committing to Justin. For what reason would you do that? There's no, there's no upside to Ryan playing his cards this early. None. Shay, maybe it's just me, and maybe it's a fever dream, but I believe we heard Paul say something similar to that already, that he already made a commitment to Justin Fields. Now, besides the, you know, it would take... Um, it would be blown he away with the door an ajar. No, I think that was a commitment there. He said, "I'd have to be blown away." We love this kid. I think that there was. I think we heard a commitment there from polls. Now again, the commitment can be temporary, right? The commitment could be at this point in time, as I sit here today after the season, that Justin is our guy. But when you have the number one pick, anything can happen. This is why it makes it so unpredictable. Right. It's why everyone nationally, all over the world, are talking about what are the Bears going to do with that number one pick. And so, uh, Shay, again, we go back in the archives. Go through the Bears sound that we have here. I believe Poles made that commitment for the time being. But again, when you're in that position, you have a right to change. Absolutely. You're not a win sock. You'd, if you feel like there's a better opportunity someplace and you want to restart it and McCaskey's good with it, go ahead. But I'm ready for the Bears to start moving up from the 3-14. and 14. You can do that with Fields if you start getting your draft picks and your free agency settled. This is an opportunity now for the Bears, from a, a free agency standpoint, to start plugging in some players, Cap. Offensive line, defensive line. You're going to start over again? If you start over with a quarterback, that means you're going to, that you're looking forward to being rock bottom again. You want to do that? That doesn't necessarily mean that. If Bryce Young is the quarterback, I'm not expecting the world because he's learning on the job. At least I got a quarterback that knows the position somewhat. Correct. but And I'm again, let me be clear so nobody takes any audio out of context. I want them to keep Justin. Yeah. I think Justin's the future. Mm-hmm. I think Justin has a chance to be a hell of a pro quarterback. I do. You've got to surround this guy with talent. But if Ryan Poles looks and goes, George, we're better off taking this kid from Alabama or the kid from Kentucky or the kid from Ohio State or some guy he saw playing in England. I don't know. If he has someone on his lip, that's why he got that job. He's got to do what he thinks is right. Ryan Pace did that, and he was wrong. It cost him his career. Well, I'm going to tell you this, Cap. That's a five-year deal with polls, isn't it? I believe it is. Okay. This would be what? This upcoming season? How Year many two. Okay. All I know is that I need to be able to ride with a quarterback that can help me get to where I need to be. And, I, and an offensive coordinator. Here's the other thing, too. I like what we have with Luke Getze. There was more razzle-dazzle at the quarterback position than we've seen in a long time. Let's move the Nagy out of the way. I'm talking about straight up playing the game the right way. I think that that's. I think that Getsy did a really good job there with Justin Fields. Yes, after the Washington game, they had to learn like this guy's not a pocket passer. We need him to be able to move around the pocket. That's a good thing. But I think that the combination of Fields and Getsy for the next couple of years should be in place for the Bears. If you if you change it now, if you have a young quarterback in place, Cap, I think that's starting over. Because he has to learn on the job, too. That's a problem. But what if Ryan Poles truly believes that the right thing to do is to reset the clock and to, he likes Bryce Young better? He's got to do what he thinks is right, doesn't he? Yeah, Cap, but I mean, aren't you ready to get from 3-14 and 14 to move up? I'm not, 
you and I are on the same page. I'm not thinking that the Bears are going to make the playoffs next year, but you got to start moving in the right direction. Agreed. You're in the basement now. You think that if you draft one of these quarterbacks and you place, uh, have a young quarterback in place and fields out that the Bears are better? Don't think so. I don't disagree. Again, I'm with you. I would rather have Justin here. But if Ryan Poles does not believe that Justin is better than the guys in the draft, he's got to do what he thinks is right. That's fair. But I'm telling you right now, if that happens, I'm going to hit the roof. Don't, don't outdumb the room. You want to get more picks. If you don't believe in your pick at number one, you want to go down and get more picks, go right ahead. Because as you well know, this depth chart needs everything. Everything besides the quarterback position. Now, the other thing that I read is Jalen Carter. The Bears love Jalen Carter. I love Jalen Carter. And rightly so. He's a monster. Mm -hmm. Well, they had three guys go in the first round from Georgia a year ago off their defense. Linemen. Yep. Number one pick, he was the rush linebacker slash end mm-hmm. that went to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Well, the coach, three coaches who coached against Georgia all said Jalen Carter's the best of the four. He's we a had to play against him. Absolute beast. Monster. If you took him at one, I would not blink. And that's not because of my bias as a Georgia fan. I just watched the games. That guy is a difference maker for anybody, wherever he's going to go. Does this sound like a commitment to Justin Fields? Listen. And then, obviously, I know a lot of questions just about the quarterback. I thought Justin did a good job. I thought we changed a lot. We adapted. We tried to put him in a position to be successful. He showed the ability to be a playmaker, be impactful. He can change games quickly. Um, Does he have room to grow? He does. He has to get better as a passer. And I'm excited to see him take those steps as we move forward. It's a good analysis there. It is. Does that sound like a commitment, or does just him just giving an analysis of, of Justin Fields? It sounds like a commitment. Hmm. What does that sound like to you, Shay? It's half-hearted. And then this whole deal, like right now, while all of the media is out saying all the smoke about they might trade him, they're listening to offers, whatever it is, now you're letting him twist in the wind. Like the reason I want Poles to just come out and stake his claim on the quarterback and go, look, here's the for sale sign. We're putting it on the number one pick is because all this is doing right now, unless you're actually going to trade fields, is forcing him to twist in the wind. I understand that, Shay, but uh, here's the thing. You never show your cards in the card game. Agreed. Right, but wh- like, what's the why? If you're not going to trade Fields, then why? What? Why not show the cards and just go here? The bidding war is the number one pick. Get involved because in that because you can do that anyway. You do not show your cards because someone might call you and go, "Okay, I'm going to make a stupid offer here. I'm giving you this, 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 and you, this." They might do field. that even if you say you're not going to trade him. There is no upside to. The upside is out. you don't damage Fields' confidence, making him sit through this paranoia media it, cycle. Oh, the, no, 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 no. Not you him. think that these guys, first of all, really pay attention? Yes. Ryan's smart enough that he has sat down, Jonathan, just let me do my job here. You're my guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. They don't, Justin's not watching first take and listening to this going, We oh, already God. have a cut of him on Pardon My Take saying he would like the team to be honest with him. Yeah, we'll get and to that. And they haven't had those conversations. He, he's a pro. He's a pro. He gets it. So let's let's talk about this on the other side. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. So, Shay, let's open the phone lines. The question is, should the Bears really be entertaining a Justin Fields trade? Should the Bears be even thinking about trading Justin Fields? What you think about that, and again, this is just based on the stories that we're hearing 
uh, we will talk more about this and hear from Justin Fields himself about his status with the Chicago Bears. That's still to come. Captain Jay Hood is on ESPN 1000, also on 100.3 FM HD2. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Captain Jay Hood. Good morning, Chicago. DeMar DeRozan totaled 16 minutes in the NBA All-Star game last night and said that he expects to be 100% for Friday's return to action with the Bulls at home against Brooklyn. DeMar added that he has complete confidence that the Bulls can turn their season around. No, of course he does. They stick. The Blackhawks tallied a win over Toronto last night, 5-3 to three at the United Center. Patrick Kane recorded a hat-trick to go with an assist and a victory. New York Rangers, by the way, and Toronto Maple Leafs, they really like the services of Patrick Kane. Would really like it. Yeah, except the Rangers just went and got Vladimir Tarasenko. No. But there are rumors out there. If they like to have him, let's go. Jonathan Taves has been taken off the trade market after announcing that he's still dealing with symptoms of long COVID and immune response syndrome. UIC got their victory against the Valparaiso Beacons by a score of 74 to 73 at home yesterday. Jay Moore. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Kev and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Go Flames! An hour from now, we're going to hear from the great Theo Epstein. He'll be with us here on Cap and Jay Hood, right here on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000. Shout out Osha at the top of the hour, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. So, based on what Cap is hearing through, uh, through the league and the stuff that we continue to read, there's a possibility that Justin Fields could go elsewhere. And, I, and again, I don't blink at that, Cap, because when you have the number one pick, and you're on the, on the bottom of, not the top of the mountain, the bottom of the mountain, okay, because right. you're the worst team in the league. Yeah, the world is your oyster. Whatever is being out there, is, whatever is out there for polls, you got to pick up the phone, find out what's going on. Correct. There is nothing to be gained by coming out and going, yeah, we're committing to this kid. Yeah. Nothing. You haven't had the combine yet, and by the way, we will be at the Combine next week, mm-hmm. and Ryan Poles will join us. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to doing the show from there. And there is nothing to be gained until teams get access to, what do they get, 15-minute interviews slotted with all the top players. Mm-hmm. Then you could bring, I think, 30 to your building. And on top of the whole deal, they get access to all the medical records. No one has seen that stuff yet. So it's not like a deal's going down today. Justin Fields, what if you were traded? I think so. You know, I yeah. think, you know, uh, you get traded, maybe I'll, you know, be the backup or, you know, teach the teach the new guy whoever's coming in. Smoke uh, screens. Yeah, love it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, whatever happens, happens. Just, you know, blessed to be in the position I am, uh, I'm in. And, you know, I just like let God kind of handle that. So, uh, yeah. That's an odd deal, right? That I think that was with Big Cat, that conversation that Justin Fields had. Mm-hmm. Said, you know, he just threw out a lot of scenarios out there. It was like, yeah, you're the veteran training the young player. Like, I think he's ready for anything. But I just know that his leadership and we and we heard what Shea said earlier, saying you know, that would affect him. That guy gets so he's not cocky. He's convinced. I mean, it's Justin Fields after all. He's loved in that room. His work ethic is off the charts. Yeah, he checks every box. And all these people, he's only a running quarterback. Go back and watch his highlights at Ohio State. He wasn't a runner. Right. He was throwing dimes. He just doesn't have any talent here. 
That's why I keep saying to people, I hope that the Bears win 17 games next year and go to the Super Bowl. I hope they do. But all these people out there who think we're going to trade down to, to two, get a freaking haul, and then go from two to four, get another haul, and then trade to nine and get another haul, and we're going to rebuild this thing and we're going to win 11 games. It's just not that easy, folks. It's not. It's not. And, uh, you know, we broke down the NFC while you were away, and we talked about, you know, how there's six teams in particular that we had pegged for the playoffs, and we were trying to figure out how the Bears would get in there. Let me see if I can guess who you had. Let me me get the standings up here so we can be accurate here. Because I was painting a scenario, a, a positive scenario, of how the Bears could jump into that seventh slot. So go ahead. Give us your team. Start with the NFC East. How many teams will get into the playoffs? Okay. Eagles and Cowboys. Yep. For sure. What do you think of the Giants there? The Bull, what do you think? The Ball, the coach of the year. Fraud, they got past uh, Minnesota. Okay. Okay, we know Minnesota is a very good. Okay. Okay. So, so Eagles, I'll, g- I'll give you those two for sure. Not sure of the, the Giants though yet, right? Or the Washington Commanders. They got a lot of talent on that team. They just need a quarterback. Two. Okay, so we've got two. Yep. The Lions are going to the playoffs. Yep. It's three. Yep. Uh, NFC South, there'll be one because somebody's going to win the division. So someone, yes. That's four. Out West, San Francisco is going. It's five. Five. Uh-huh. Now. Maybe Seattle. Maybe. Again, I don't know what that is with Geno coming back as a quarterback. Correct. I'm sure he, I don't know what that is at nine and eight. Okay, so I gave you five for sure. Now, I think one more out of the East is going to go either Washington or New York. Okay. That's six. Now what? I mean, is Aaron going back to Green Bay? He's got to be coming out of the darkness here any second. So that I think w- it ends today or tomorrow. So, Cap, that was a push and pull, right? You gave me six. This is why Aaron Rodgers and his decision is big for the Bears. Mm-hmm. Because if you, for sure, you and I are on the same page. Unless there's injuries, the Lions should be in the playoffs this upcoming season. Now, what do you do with Minnesota? They can step back and have 10 wins and still get in the playoffs. What did they, they win, 13 they this thir- year? Yeah, 13 and 4. But, yeah, are they – they're a good regular season team. That's what we found out. Mm-hmm. But in the playoffs, because of, because of that team defensively, it just wasn't good enough. So they can win 10 games to get in the playoffs. This is why Aaron Rodgers' decision is big. Huge. Because is he going to the AFC? Is he going to retire? Is he coming back? If he returns, I can lock in Green Bay in the playoffs. I can lock in Detroit in the playoffs. And the Bears, I can't pay the scenario for him. Sorry. I, I don't see a scenario the Bears are going to the playoffs. I don't. I hope I'm wrong. I do. But we said if the Packers, it, well, put it this way. If Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets and he's out of the conference, does that mean Minnesota gets that seventh slot? Minnesota and Detroit out of the division. Go to the playoffs. You see that? It's Detroit and somebody, right? Because the NFC South is so abysmal. That's There's just no way they team. get two teams. That's just one. It's Detroit and somebody. If Rodgers leaves... Detroit and, whether it's Chicago, Minnesota, or Green Bay, who knows? That's why this is big. I mean, if New Orleans goes out and gets a really good quarterback, New Orleans has a good roster. Very quickly, uh, this uh, I'm reading right now, former Green Bay Packers writer Bob McGinn was talking on uh, last Friday. He said he's totally convinced that Rodgers is gone. The quote he gave, they are done with Rodgers. He's not coming back. I mean, they're disgusted with him, and they're done with him, and they're moving on. Talking about the Packers front office. Right, I saw that. Okay, fine. 
you could say that, but if he said, I'm coming back, hat in hand, you'd, he'd come back and he'd be the starter. Correct. And he can roll in there in June like he, like he did. <laughs> now, now, here's the sick thing. Yeah. What if he comes out of the darkness today or tomorrow? Yeah. All right, trade me. Because he's not walking away from $50 million bucks. I don't believe that. If he does, God bless him. Mm-hmm. I, $50 million guaranteed? Come on. Hey, Dave Chappelle did. He walked away from money and went to Africa and just hid for a while. Yeah, and then I mean, came back and got paid again. Of course. Rogers is going to walk away from the money and just sit in a cave. Yep. Dark cave, no Let, light. Let's assume that Rogers comes back and says, I'm out of here. Whatever he does. Yeah. He goes to I, do ayahuasca in Peru or he plays for the Jets or whoever it is. What are we going to say if Jordan loves a beast? You know what? That's likely. He sat for three years. Mm-hmm. And I hear all these people around town every time the Bears draft a quarterback. You got to get the rookie on the field right away. All you got to do is look 190 miles north. They sat. Brett. Aaron. Aaron. Brett did not play as a rookie. He had some issues in Atlanta. Got traded to, Chick- to uh, Green Bay. And he was wild. A wild Bronco. Holmgren couldn't stand him. Right. Oh, God. And they developed him. Yeah. Aaron sat for three seasons and became top ten all time. Yep. What if Jordan Love is a beast? That would not surprise me. Gutekunst will be like, I told y'all. I knew what I was doing. And then the Bears, once again, being the the nail and the Green Bay Packers being the hammer. Again. Having to battle them again. That would be so revolting. But if they do lose Aaron and he's really good, Jordan yeah. Love, they can re-sign Bakhtiari. They just restructured Aaron Jones. Like, Aaron Jones is not coming back there on a restructured deal unless he believes they're going to be good. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Yeah. Oh, God. Should the Bears really be entertaining a Justin Fields trade? It's out there. Should the Bears look to trade Justin Fields? Your thoughts? 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our telephone number. Shot or no shot. Top of the hour. Cap and Jay Hood. Weekday mornings at 7. Cap and Jay Hood are back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. It's going to be the biggest party of the year. Guests from ESPN 1000's 25-year history will be in attendance. You don't want to miss this one. Tickets will sell out fast Friday, March 24th. Doors open at 11 a.m. The live show goes on between 12 and 6. It's going to take place at the House of Blues. This is where you can check it out. LiveNation.com. Search ESPN Chicago. Again, that's where you purchase tickets. LiveNation.com. Search ESPN Chicago. Oh, the guests. Have you heard about the guest list? Oh, my. Guest list is off the charts. Mark Greco, Our guy. Ray Flores. Our guy. Fred Hubner, Lou Canellis. Miss you, Fred. Nick, Nick Friedel, Sarah Spain, Shay, and Jordan Cornette. Edzo's going to be there. How about that? He's flying in for it. Robbie Gold, Jay Cutler, and the reunion of Mac Yurko and Harry. How about that? And the Waddle and Sylvie show will be there throughout the afternoon. And happy birthday to Gregory Thomas Waddle. Today is his birthday. Happy birthday, Tom. Happy birthday, Tom. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. We're talking to you about Justin Fields. What if, right? Again, two biggest words in entertainment. What if? 
what if the Bears trade Justin Fields? And again, that's out there, Cap, based on people you've talked to. Yeah, and then you, Mike Tannenbaum, I'd absolutely trade Justin Fields, yeah. former GM of two teams. He likes Bryce Young better, and you reset the salary clock, the whole deal. Colin Cowherd gave a litany of reasons. Here's why. Shannon and Skip. Um, I think Rex Ryan had said yeah. that on ESPN. Yeah. Warren Sapp said it. Todd McShay says it. All these dudes. I can't take a lot the, of smoke. Cap, I can't take the day for granted. I can't. Maybe polls can, but I can't. I asked you earlier how long was his contract. You said five years. Yeah. Okay. This is year two. Talking about Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan polls. It's five years. All I know is that I know I'm grinding. I'm working every day. But I don't know what tomorrow brings. And so if I'm Ryan Poles, I'm trying to win now. It's as close to winning now as possible. I know the Super Bowl's not coming next year. But I'm looking at Justin Fields and say, well, at least I got one I got one rung on the ladder. I got one. And whatever you think of Brisker and Gordon, you think they're going to be great, we'll find out. I think they will be solid for the Bears. But at least I have this one guy in Fields. I know that I can mold and shape. He's working in the right direction. Now I got to build the rest of it around him. Correct. So I got five years to get this done. If I reset, okay, now I got a quarterback that maybe he's good, maybe not. I just need the genuine article for me if I'm the general manager. Here's the guy. Now we got to build around that guy. You want to reset it? You think you got that much time to reset it? You think you have that much time? What if it doesn't work? What if you do have Bryce Young and he sucks? Well, then you're done. I wouldn't do that to myself. <laughs> no, but if you wo- wouldn't. But if you woke up and you looked in the mirror and went, the best guy for us is Bryce Young. And you looked at all the film, you talked to all the scouts, you talked to Nick Saban, you made all your evaluations, and you locked yourself in the dark room for four days like Aaron, and you came out and went, the right thing for us is Bryce Young. You got to do it. I'm, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But I don't know all the info he knows. All I have to do is I got 2020 vision. And I look, I saw those quarterbacks. I think they're fine for college. And of course, they're all going to be developed. I just know that I'm already ahead of the game at the quarterback position. Why change that? And what's on the bottom line to get up this morning? What's on the bottom line? I was just going to say to Shay, get that audio. What compensation can the Bears get for the number one pick? Space is with us on Cap and Jay Hood. Okay, Space, what's your idea? Cap, Hoodie, what's up, fellas? Mon, Spacey. Hey, Mon. Hey, first off, there is no way in hell, Mon, that we're going <laughs> to trade Justin Fields for nobody. There's no way. I get it right now. We're just. We got to string them along a little bit, make them think that we're going to do it just so we can do whatever we need to do and get the most back for this pick. There is no way. If, if you trade Justin Fields, I'm telling Ryan Poles right now, you trade him, I'm going to Green Bay. That's it. It's, I, I couldn't imagine being a fan, but I'm going. I'm, I'm switching. I'm, I'm, I think I might be a Cubs fan too. I'm just Whoa. switching. I'm tired. I'm fed up. If you trade him, I'm, that is it. That's that's the last straw right there. Now, how about that? So, uh, well, hold no on way. a second, Space. So, so how about that, Joey G? Space says if they trade Justin Fields, he's going to be a Green Bay Packer fan. What do you think of that, Joey G? Space, how are you, buddy boy? Great, Joey G. How you feeling? I'm walking and breathing, pal. Thanks. That's all that matters. 
All right, number one. Yes, sir. Number one, Paul's press conference says that Justin Fields has to be a better pocket passer. Okay, he should have said, and it's going to take the both of us. Mm-hmm. You have to get protection for him, and I have to give him a couple wide receivers. Aaron Rodgers, number two now, Aaron Rodgers, who gives a damn? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, number three, new quarterback, Trey Justin, to come here with Eberflus. Mm-hmm. Can't see it. I can't see rebuilding again with Eberflus. Because Hoodie, I'm behind you 100%. He ain't going to walk into Arlington Heights. Absolutely not. This is a transitional hire on the home of the... Number four. Home of the fans. Kip. (laughs) Welcome back. Joey, it was an honor. I had lunch with Joey. (laughs) Wait a minute. Joey and I went to lunch. We broke bread. (laughs) Chickies in Melrose. Was it Melrose by Hillside? Hillside. Chickies and Hillside. I know you're going to shot or no shot. Uh, Please text me. You, Shay, and Hoodie's coat size. Coat size? Coat size? Yeah. What about Space's coat size? What about me, Joey You know, Space has got a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Is that true, Space? Not, not at all. Not true at all. But quick sidebar, my approach. Brought to you by Aiken Law. 3126 million for the great Howard Aiken. Sign my ball. <laughs> hey, I talked to Joey G. Uh, we've decided that we accept. We're going to come as your plus ones to the party. That's it. Take that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye-bye, gentlemen. <laughs> Joey G in space. It was great to be with Joey G. He is a wonderful man. I want to go next time. When I'm not traveling. You got to it. To one of the garden spots in the Missouri Valley. Correct. We'll go. Coming up, shot or no shot. Two minutes on Chicago's Home for Sports.